Welcome to the Here to Be podcast, a show that gives you full permission to be, to just be you. I'm your host, Megan, a trauma-informed breathwork facilitator and embodiment coach, empowering you to stop looking outside of yourself for the answers and to lead from your inner wisdom. We're going to get real, we're going to get raw, and probably a little woo-woo. I'm so glad you're here to come with. Hello, friends. Welcome back. Thank you for being here at the Here to Be podcast. I'm your host, Megan. And it always, every week I say it and every week I mean it, but truly, truly appreciate you being here and your energy. I was meeting with my mentor last week and we were running through how the last few weeks had been. We connect every two weeks. And there have been so many things that have shifted and changed and were happening and going on in my life over the last few weeks that there was a lot for us to catch up on. Some of it has been extremely wonderful. I was able to spend a long extended weekend with some pretty incredible humans at our Align Retreat in Pine Mountain, California. There is nothing There is nothing that beats the feeling and the witnessing of humans coming together, connecting, opening up their hearts, opening up their stories and sharing their experiences and allowing themselves to be held and to hold and to connect with who, for the most part, were all strangers. And they left there with these deep deep, true connections. And, and I, this, this podcast, this, this episode isn't about that, but I do just want to say, I, I really know how beautiful that sounds and how also loaded that can sound because I am the person who's like, yeah, that sounds cool, but I just don't really open myself up that way. And so is that really, truly possible? And it so is, it's so, it's just incredible. Um, So being able to be in that energy and and share and be around these like-souled humans, these like-hearted humans that just, uh, man, I'm not even describing it well. It's been several weeks since I've been home and I'm still not describing it well, but from having experiences like that and then having experiences in my life too that were extremely challenging and came in like a fire hose and really left me feeling fearful, lacking, scared, really truthfully scared. And um, uh, like people were making decisions that were really impacting my life and it wasn't my choice. That's been, it's kind of been an underlying theme over the last few months for me is really seeing and noticing where those sensations have popped up and, and the way that they've popped up in the past and, and why that is uh, a little bit activating for me. But in, in that, in that long, really windbag explanation of that, just sharing with you the dualities, the extreme ends of the spectrum that 
I have been working through and feeling into the last couple of weeks. And so as I spoke with my mentor last week and she said, you know, how are you? There's been so much going on. What's here for you? And I really could drop in honestly and say, I'm feeling really good. I'm feeling really grounded for the first time in many, many, many weeks. I'm actually feeling like I'm at my baseline physically, emotionally, energetically, all of these things, all of it. Right. And she said, that's so curious. That's so interesting. Right. I'm curious to know why that is for you. And I sat with it. And this is the beauty of sitting with a mentor, somebody to support you, because she could ask these questions just with curiosity that allowed me to think. She didn't give me an answer, but she allowed space for me to really think. And it came up, oh, there were some really big pattern interrupts that were happening in my life. And then again, one of the beautiful points of being held and supported, she said, yeah. And you know, a few months ago, when you were traveling, you came back and you felt the same way. And this example and that example of these are these times, Megan, where you choose to have an interruption of the normal flow of things. And what that does is it brings you back to baseline. It, it allows you to connect back into self. So we had some big conversations about it. And as we were having the conversation about it, I thought, oh my gosh, I want to share this with the pot. And it's, it's a peculiar space to sit with for me. And I'd, I'd love to know if it's a peculiar space for you to sit with in, because a default for me for so long is to push back against shifting, push back against change, right? That's scary. It's, it's nerve wracking. I'm, I don't feel like I'm in control really, truly. It was the example that I shared at the beginning. There were big shifts and changes being asked of my life that I necessarily didn't invite in. And so my reaction to that was just to dig my heels into the sand. My reaction to that truthfully was, as I often do in a space of overwhelm, as I have been being careful about my narrative, but as historically been a way of my body dealing with immense overwhelm is just, I'm gonna disassociate. I'm gonna pop out and and noticing how my body wanted to invite me back in. And then it was inviting me back in with sensations of anxiety. And I didn't want to feel that either. And the whole realm of all of that and the space that I'm really glad that I have awareness around, still not happy that it's happening, but can have a little bit more compassion for the experience that was going on over those last couple of weeks. But the difference in me actively choosing a pattern interrupt versus one just kind of coming in. And how I then was reflecting on my past experiences when, when things really started to make big shifts in my life, and I'm talking shifts, big, yes, but also micro that grew and grew and grew and increased in capacity. But, you know, honestly, it's shifts that have happened with work. It's shift that's happened in relationships, in self-growth, in in my relationship to self, in my body, in all of these things. It's when I've actively chose to break the pattern that's been a constant and pivot in a different way. And I just, I thrive in that space and such a curious space to be in, right? To know that you thrive in that space. I know that I thrive in there. It's so good for my soul and for my body and for my energy to have that interruption, but how we also then fear it. 
just comes back to this control. When I choose it, it's great. When not, I don't. And I used to be the same way so much with movement. And even when it wasn't my control, I would know that what I was doing and how I was moving my body wasn't serving. I knew it. And I could flat out say it, this isn't serving me. I'm not getting the results that I want. I'm not feeling the way that I want to feel. But yet for some reason, I just have this white knuckle grip, this terror grip on this thing that feels familiar. And so if you're nodding along and, and you're relating to this and you're feeling into this one, I just it give you so much grace and compassion, so much grace and compassion for even being able to start to walk this path for yourself, for being able to invite in this conversation and to say, hey, I can see it. And uh, it's still not really doing the things that I think, quote unquote, I should be doing. And the invitation also in that too, this has come up a handful of times since this and semi-related, but semi on a tangent. So come along with me, if you will. This idea that when we start to open up our lens of awareness, when we start to take our blinders off, when we start to look a little bit bigger to other possibilities and other ways of being, or even just interrupting our patterns, we get to... We get to really sit with ourselves in that, right? We get to really examine for ourselves what is here. What am I, what is happening? How am I showing up? How am I not showing up? If I'm seeking to honor my body and my body speaking to me one way, do I immediately have to just follow and honor everything my body says? Well, no. That, that can't always be, that isn't always the case. But what we can do is we can have some loving awareness and a, a out loud or a soft conversation in our head or to ourselves of saying, hey, I know that this is how you're connecting with me. I know that I know these messages that are coming for me right now. And thank you. Thank you for sharing them with me and, and body and mind. Thank you for actually receiving them, for hearing them because often we've numbed and we've silenced them for so long. But right now, right now, I can't shift this immediately. Right now we have to be here for a little bit. We get to be here for a little bit longer. So please don't silence your voice, but please know that I hear you and I see you and I'm grateful for you. But we might have to be on the sidelines for a little bit. I think of a kid having a tantrum and you can have the, the, the tantrum and, and still not be able to give in. If a kid wants to go outside in the winter time and it's freezing cold out, it's winter and it's 10 below and they don't want to wear a jacket. Yes, there is this tantrum of, I don't want to do this. And so of course we have the choice of like, too bad, put your jacket on. You don't get a choice in this or whatever, go freeze yourself and don't put it on. Or there's this middle space of saying, I know that you don't want to wear this right now. And you're using your voice. And I'm so proud of you for that, for expressing it, for sharing how you feel. But it's really cold. And so I'm so sorry, but I'm going to need you to put this jacket on or I'm going to put this jacket on you, right? This is kind of a little bit of a hyperextended uh, explanation, but you can come at it with both points of views. I still hear you and see you and I honor that, but we still kind of have to do this thing right now. And so allowing ourselves to be in that with our bodies and with these experiences. So coming back 
after that little curve off on the path, but coming back to how this relates to these pattern interrupts is almost if you can start to sense and see and know, but maybe in the moment, or maybe the way your schedule stacked, or maybe because there's still fear, or maybe because you're not ready or whatever it is, you can still acknowledge how that would serve you, how that would feel good for you, how that would be beneficial. And then the key is not just leaving that out there hanging into no words, Phil. It's actually coming back and tending to that, whatever the tending to that is, whatever the that is, making sure that we're circling back, honoring the emotions that are there, actively finding a way to interrupt your way of being, actively honoring your body in a way that is truthful. Because that is the space where we, where their body starts to know, well, this is a lie. You haven't done that before. So why do I trust that it's going to do again? Great. We're just going to keep rewriting the things that we haven't maybe nailed down in the past. I didn't do it before, but I'm going to do it again. And I'm going to do it again. And I'm going to prove to you over and over and over that that old way of being is being rewritten and this new way of being is coming forward. So starting to get a little bit curious, and I would love for you to share any of the ways that you interrupt your pattern. What actually feels like a pattern interrupt for you? Where are there times or space where your mind is on a loop, where you're stale and stuck in your energy, where your body isn't feeling great? Where are there opportunities for you to try something new, to rest and not do anything? For, to just be versus do. What does that look like? For me, it's really taking myself out of, and this happens a lot with work. So those are the examples that I'm going to use. It's taking me out of my house. It's taking me away from my computer, away from the standard typical flow of stuff and letting go or letting, not even letting go, acknowledging some of the fear or the anxiousness that might come with that. But knowing that when I take that pause, I get to come back into self. I have to shake everything up and pull all of the gunk away to come back fully into myself. This happens a lot actually with intrusive thoughts for me as well. And pattern interrupts, though a little bit of a less extreme example than like getting away. And right, that could be going to my family's for a weekend. That can be taking a day off and go hiking. That can be meeting with friends, social connections, another really potent way for me to come back into self. Though I try to tell myself all the other ways mm -hmm. and my ego does, I try to keep isolated and like, no, I do best in myself and I don't need people, blah, 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 blah. It's so not true. It's been proven to me over and over and over and over again. Um, so finding those ways for real soul connections, in-person, human, tangible connections. Um, but in, in, with intrusive thoughts, I like to use pattern interrupts. When I find myself starting to spiral in thoughts that are just going down the drain and they're really not serving me, what I do is I'll catch that thought and then I will focus on whatever is in my tangible space. If I am in the room right now, what is next to me? A cup. So I focus on the word cup. I'm in a sinkhole of thoughts. I don't like it. It's not serving me. It's just taking me down and down and down. Cool. There is a cup. How do you spell cup? If I have something to write with, I can write with it. If I don't, I can just zip in my mind. Hmm. 
What does it look like to write C-U-P? How do you write cup in cursive? Because huh, I don't remember. And I really hyper-focus on this. Who made the word cup? Where did that come from? What a peculiar word. What a, and, and I just dissected this word more and more and more and more and more to really, truly, in my thought pattern, bust that up and come into a clear space. And then oh, big breath, shake it out and return back to thoughts that are supportive, thoughts that are nourishing and nurturing. And something else that I've started to notice in, in the conversation with my mentor, and especially playing with this new way of, of pulling myself from intrusive thoughts, is being able to discern for myself. When a thought is truly intrusive, and when it is drawing into a memory or a sensation or emotion that is requesting to be felt or experienced because I have stuffed and numbed it for so long. So when I started this journey of starting to feel feelings and starting to allow myself to be with whatever was, I needed to, I don't believe this is how everyone has to operate. I needed in that time to really swing into the far end of that spectrum. I went from numb, don't feel anything, stuff it down, suppress, 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 or disassociate, disassociate, disassociate to, okay, I'm going to be here and I'm going to feel all my things. I'm going to let my pain and sadness be here. I'm going to let my grief be here. I'm going to let the anxiousness be here. I'm going to let all of these things be here with me and take up so much thought. And for several years, this was not a short-term process for me. And I also believe because I was doing it mainly on myself and not with anyone uh, giving me support and guidance because I was being hyper-independent. That's another tale for another day and shouldn't surprise any of you if you've listened here before. But what I needed to do, what my system needed to do was to feel everything and to be in the intrusive thoughts for a long time and to let my system know, hey, I'm not going to cut you off when you're here. You get to take up space. Because I lived in the other extreme of numb for so long, I had to feel it all into its fullest capacity, almost to the point in time where it was starting to kind of sink me down. And after my body truly knew, hey, when we communicate to you, because that's somatic work, right? It's understanding the communication, the language of the body. When we communicate to you that something is off of alignment, when something feels sticky within you, we do this through this emotion, we do this through this feeling or this thought. And when I allow myself to be in it and to feel it, my body says, oh, okay, she's getting it here. Now we can finish the cycle, finish the process and move through. And so in these practices that I've started to notice, it's because I've allowed myself to be on the far ends of the spectrum. And now I'm finding this balancing point in between. Some are easier than others. Some are more tangible than others. But whatever part of the journey that you're on, an invitation to not shame, blame, or guilt yourself. If you are in a space where numbing and, and disassociating and being in that is still the safest place for you to be, okay, it's not your time right now. And if you're craving and you're feeling that flick or my words are starting to land with you, I would lean into that. 
yes, it's scary, but there's something pulling me in another direction. That was my journey. And I needed to come to it on my timeline, not anyone else's and not my ego's. I had to let my body's timeline run its course. And then I needed to sit on the other end of that. I had to feel everything. I had to be with everything. I had to sit with all of the shit that I don't want to feel. And I can still say, I don't want to feel it, but I choose to, I choose to. And now I have the discernment to know this is something I need to tend to. This is important. Or you know what? This is kind of an intrusive thought or memory. Memories are a big one for me that really suck me in. This really isn't a serving space. I, I, I don't think I need to be in this space. I can do a pattern interrupt. I can call on something to shift my energy away from this thing and then come back into center. And when I come back into center, I can also discern if it's a falsehood of center, if it's a pushing away of, so I'm kind of going back to that brush off, suppress, numb space, then, okay, let's come back and revisit it. It's all about getting curious. It's all about seeing where are there ways for you to shake things up a little bit, to come back in and doing it in a way that suits you here and now, knowing that it won't be the same. It might not be the same from a week ago, two weeks ago, a month ago, two years ago, and that it also isn't going to be the same going forward, that you get to shift and evolve and grow and transform. And if these patterns aren't serving you now, great. Look at ways to disrupt. And if they are serving you now, amazing. Get curious in the future when they're tending to fall flat or not supporting you in the, the way that you want them to support you in the, in the way that you know that they can support you and shift up. And when fear comes in and when it's loud and when our ego cracks in and it's loud and it says, yes, but this thing is normal. This thing is comfortable. This thing is familiar. Acknowledge that. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So we're going to try on something else for a little bit. And if that doesn't work, we can go back to this way. Every single time, all parts of you get to be here. Every inch of it, every piece of it, every feeling of that. And the more that I am welcomed into receiving that message, the more that I, it is brought to me by my mentors or by my breathers or through my clients, however I receive that through myself or my friends, it's just that stopping and pausing and remembering what feels truthful within me and within my body. And so I would love to know if you are ready to make some shifts, if your body's craving that, if you're getting a little restless or the things that you're doing aren't really working in the way that they used to, what way would you like to lead into a pattern interrupt? Tell me on Instagram, drop me a little message, share with me. We can maybe collect a book of pattern interrupt strategies and create a little self self uh, guide for one another when we really need them or just say fuck it I'm going to turn this off and go do something totally new and different today and see how I feel see if it shifts anything see if it makes me question things or look at things differently or just feel a little bit more connected back into myself sending you so much light so much love always. Thank you so much for being here and for listening. I 
cannot tell you enough how grateful I am for you and that you get to be on this journey with me and we're here together on this wild, this wild ride. If there's something in this episode that landed with you, share it on Instagram, share it with a friend, tag me in and I want to know, I want to hear about it. I love in the ways that we get to connect. And if you feel called, you can head over and rate and review this podcast. It helps us to grow and share and have other like-minded souls join this community and rise together. Sending you light and love always.